0: And I can't hear anything out of my right ear now. I clap so loud every time I make <laughs> my ear ring. That's so well. Loud. I don't know what I'm doing. Why does? Why do I have to do that? That's. So, I don't need to clap that loud.
1: <laughs> do you need to clap man. again? That's the question.
0: No, no. No, you're good. I'm. I'm all clapped out. I'm done.
1: There's clapped. always room for one more. There's always room. That's for my one.
0: motto. Dude, I took notes. I made notes for this episode. Oh crap. Wait, what episode is this? 19. Yes. Yeah. 19. One, nine. Dude we're big 1-9. You know, we would have been way past 20 by now. Still can't drink. If it weren't for, you know.
1: Listen, we don't need to have other... you relive your problems, you know,
0: and all your faults. Why is it just my problems?
1: It's our problems. That's Let's true. That's true. Experience. What you do does affect me, too. And I should remember
0: that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't that go both ways? So oh, probably that's not. not. One way street. Listen, I've played SimCity. One-way streets are terrible. Oh, then you wouldn't like the town I live in. <laughs> or this one. Actually, we don't have we don't have a lot of one-way streets, but the ones we do have make absolutely they're just random. They're just in oh. random places. It's like, why I, is this a street a one-way street? I don't know.
1: I'm a big fan of how they did one street, one-way streets over here. Uh because They have made them, they're really not huge roads, but it turns out when you have to divide a road into multiple lanes going both ways, it makes the road smaller. So they're like five or six lanes all going one direction. And essentially they're a block apart. One goes north and one goes south.
0: Oh, so, okay. So you have lanes on one side and lanes on the other, and there's like a divider in between and each side goes one direction. Yeah. That's called a so, highway. That's just called well, a
1: highway. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that, except there's a block in between them, right? And so Jesus, the, the side streets
0: <laughs>
1: I know I'm just, totally I'm just like, like past That's that. just
0: an interstate. That's just a that's highway. Just, I don't know. That's
1: that's that's like the road you use to go to work every day. But no, it's literally mm-hmm. just a regular road, um, sixth and seventh street, one going north and one going south. Wow. And then in between every block is a is a lettered street. And some of them go That part's kind of confusing. Some of those side roads go both ways, and some of them are also one way.
0: So does Um, your your town have like a... I would assume this is probably common in most towns throughout the country. I don't know that all of them would adhere to it, but I know here, um, all of the... Is it the east-west? Hold on. I'm going to get this wrong. Yeah, all of the east-west streets are named... And all of the north-south streets are numbers. Mm. mm.
1: Um, I would say that's probably not true of everyone in, in every street in, in towns. You know, in fairness. Well,
0: um, and it doesn't have to be that exact thing, but I would assume that a lot of cities, towns, would have some kind of a system like that to, to tell them apart, right? So the main
1: downtown has all the numbered streets are going north-south? Okay. Um, But then the east-west ones do the alphabet. Oh, well, I mean, that's, so that's oh, there you go. That's kind of cool, it too. Works. Obviously not all of them, and obviously there's going to be more roads than alphabet letters.
0: But uh, No, it has to be all. You said all. <laughs> I said all. all. If you there's even all, one all that's all wrong, nothing. then this is yeah. this theory. I find
1: that convenient, though, because you can also tell what direction you're going. It's like, I'm going down the alphabet. I'm going
0: up the right. alphabet. Right, right. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, I remember when I was first learning to drive— And I was venturing out onto the interstates, right, in and around the major cities where I live, and it didn't occur, I didn't think about it, I was just like, I'm going to get on this interstate, or that interstate, or I this, or whatever. It never occurred to me, and then somebody pointed it out, I don't remember who it was, I don't know if it was our driver's ed instructor, or who it was, I don't know, that all interstates, oh, you know what, it was my grandmother, that's who it was. Of all people. My grandmother, she was very smart. Um, I said was. She's still alive. She is very smart. Oh, okay. She still is. It was like she was not here anymore.
1: Well, she could still be alive, but also not be very smart anymore. I mean, it's a possibility. uh, I mean, that's that's
0: true. (laughs) She took a dive. But it's like all of the interstates that go north-south are odd-numbered. And all the interstates that go east-west are even-numbered. And then all the interstates that are like a loop around a city, are usually three digits. So just knowing that right there, when someone when you're in an unfamiliar area, you can kind of figure out where you're going just based on the number of the interstate that you're on. I
1: was about to bring up the big loop interstate near you, but I think that does cover it, the three digit.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's... Huh. Like we have two loops, like an inner one and an outer, right? For like one that's closer inside the city, tighter... And one that's that goes around the whole thing, and then yeah, a bunch of north south stuff. So that's just that's that's a handy piece of information, right? I like that. So you're just like, and, and randomly, I think that that's I'm going to get on I ninety two. I don't know. I'm just making one up. Well, that's oh, an, it's even an even number. number, so that's a hot
1: tip. But it is as hot as talking about roads is. I hear you really wanted to talk about PC, and. I have Mac stuff to talk about.
0: So. Well, actually, I was going to use my road talk to lead into the movie that I just watched yesterday. Oh snap! Oh, because it's about cars and driving. Oh, so it's called
1: Battle Angel Alita.
0: It is Fast called Battle, not Angel, not Alita. It is called Ford v Ferrari. It was amazing. It's a great movie.
1: Oh well, good. I want that's on my my list of do watch. Looks cool. It is
0: family friendly. The like Shelby. A, it's a, it's a, and when I say the word adult drama, it's not, it's not like that kind Whoa, of a, but it's, triple X. It's you know, it's it's about Return the drama of between Xander adults K. and family, and uh, and of course the whole race, you know, thing is a backdrop to the whole thing. But it it spends a lot of time on the relationship. But you don't mean about Shelby racism. And, you mean about speed, <laughs> fast cars, man. Fast drugs. No. I've always had a soft spot for Le Mans Racing. I've always had a soft spot for the Ford GT40. I've always had a soft spot for just that whole era. And that rivalry is really cool. And the fact that they made a decent movie about it. They've made tons of documentaries about it. But now this is a big blockbuster you know, Hollywood movie. It was really well done. Two and a half hours long, though. Very long movie. Doesn't feel like a two and a half hour movie. It goes by really... Fairly quickly, it's paced really well. Um, and the two main guys in it, Matt Damon and Christian Bale, are amazing.
1: I'm a big fan of Christian Bale. So,
0: and he, he is fantastic. hasn't done something in a while. He's really good in this movie. Um, Matt Damon's also really good. So, yeah. he, he pretty much nails the mannerisms of Mr. Carol Shelby pretty well. He's a very convincing double. I don't know if that's the right you, word.
1: You must be a real car nerd to even know what Mr. Shelby is like. I have no idea. I'm like, I don't know. It's just the well, name seen, of a car, I guess.
0: I've seen a fair number of documentaries with Carroll Shelby in it. So from when he was younger, when he was older, I mean, I've watched a lot of stuff with him in it. So just the way he talks and kind of the way he, his his attitude about stuff and just the way he is. like. And he, Damon you know, is playing bit, him? Matt Damon plays Carol Shelby. Yep. Okay. And at first everybody was like, really? That why? he doesn't seem like a Carol like what? I even saw to to back B up a little bit. I even watched a clip of it was Jay Leno's garage. And if you know anything about Jay Leno, he is a huge car guy. He's huge collection. He
1: sold them all and replaced them with He's a Tesla.
0: very, very uh well known for that. Yeah. And he had a little episode where he, after they did the movie, he had Matt Damon on and they were talking and he goes, you know, he goes, uh, he goes, a lot of people seem like they were not thrilled that, that you were going to be playing Mr. Shelby at the beginning. It's like, you didn't think they could, they didn't think you could pull it off. Um, and he says in the episode, he goes, I'll tell you, and this is Jay Leno saying this. He said, I was a very close personal friend of his. He goes, I've, we knew each other for many years and we hung out and we're very good friends. He goes, so I think it's fair to say I knew him pretty well. He goes, and I've watched the movie. He goes, and you nailed it. Because you are extremely convincing as Mr. Shelby. So I was like, all right, well, there you go. That's a big compliment. I mean, that's a pretty big compliment. I would think so.
1: So you're a fan of all these car things, but but you were not southern or, should I say, eastern enough to, to get into that NASCAR?
0: I've never been a big NASCAR fan. That's just not, I like sports car racing. I like, I like racing where they have to um, do things like slow down and turn both directions <laughs> and then speed up again and then maybe slow down a oh, little later and turn again.
1: Gas I, is better than brakes, my friend.
0: <laughs> Listen, NASCAR is great. It's fine. It's fun. It's full of adrenaline and energy and I get it. Uh, my dad was a huge NASCAR fan I don't. growing up. I just it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. I like sports I, car racing. I always have.
1: I don't get it. I always thought. I mean, they're they're driving around in a circle, and when you throw into that something like five hundred laps, I'm thinking, oh, how could, that's that's not even a race. That's a battle of endurance.
0: That's just it is the NASCAR. Races there are more endurance. Yeah,
1: but I've told you. I've probably told this story before. But years ago, and you'll know exactly how long ago, once I finished the story, I said to myself, you know, I should give NASCAR a try instead of just hating on it since I've never actually watched a whole race. Maybe if I sat down and I watched a whole race, I would would change my mind. So it was like the Indy 500, maybe.
0: Okay, that's not uh, a NASCAR race, but okay. Uh, whichever one it, it is, was. It, it was a NASCAR. It's an oval. It is an yeah. oval, but it is I, not uh, a
1: NASCAR race. Th- that's how much of a fan I am, right? And obviously that didn't sway <laughs> me. Uh but I sat down and watched it. And while I was watching my first NASCAR race ever, there was a big crash and Earnhardt died. Oh yeah, you told me that before. <laughs> and I thought that should tell everybody that should tell me especially at least one thing. Don't watch NASCAR, Josh. It's not a good idea. You watch NASCAR. People die. People die. Well, that's because I don't watch NASCAR every day. Clearly, it's. I was. Listen, I was the only person to do that that day to think I'm going to sit down and change my mind, and uh, now I have to live with that guilt.
0: It's (laughs) yes, right. It's your fault. Exactly. You. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I grew up around it. Like I said, my dad, my dad's from the south. So he grew up around like he went to a lot of the early NASCAR races. And so his interest in it is from before it was very corporate and very commercial, which is what it is now. All racing is now, but anyway. Um and he grew up watching Richard Petty when he was younger and, and even if you don't know NASCAR racing or racing, you've probably heard that name before. Cause he was He's extremely a musician, famous right? and extremely good. <laughs> and, and the ovals that they drive. Yes, it is. Oh, we're just going left the whole, it's harder than it looks. I mean, there's no question. Those cars are extremely hot. Uh, going it's, fast. it's very physically demanding on them because they just, they, you know, they get very dehydrated and something the other. It's, it's tough to do. It just doesn't interest me at all. It's, it's, It is. It's boring to watch. And I've been to NASCAR races, and it's just not... It's neat, it's a spectacle, but it is not something that I enjoy long-term.
1: Don't you think it's about time that they just, finally, to to infuse some new energy into NASCAR, they just take that oval and they squish the top half like to the right so that it becomes like... A little bit of an eight, not a a crossing eight, so that they have to go right and then they come Mm -hmm. around and then, oh, no, they still gotta go right. They gotta do something. They gotta change it, right? Change that track. one where
0: they they also have have to go right. On the the regular circuit season, whatever, that's more egg shaped. And so that gets more, that actually becomes quite complicated because one side is smaller than the other. And so they have to compensate for that. And that's a very famous uh, race, Darlington. But I say give them the um,
1: easiest, the, the easiest shape you can possibly come up with that forces them to turn
0: right and left. And they, then just watch, they just
1: watch everything about NASCAR reset.
0: No, no, they actually have, I think it's two, it might be more, two actual road course tracks that they race per year, like proper road course, sports car, road course tracks. Um, they build very different cars for them that are designed to go left and right. And I don't know if this is true anymore. No, no, no. All the, they
1: need to be using the same cars, freaking cheaters. No,
0: no, no. You have different cars for different tracks. They set up up differently. Every it's yeah. No, no, no. Um, that's all. A so myth. They didn't they have just any want tracks to think It's always that the same car, circle. but it's not. But they they used to. Like I said, I don't know about any more. I don't. I haven't followed it for years and years and years. But when I was growing up, <clears throat> when they would do the road courses. The funniest thing to me was oh, I was like, oh, they actually do run road courses. OK, so that seems a bit more, you know, quote unquote, legitimate racing. Except what you would find out is the regular NASCAR guys that, that are the teams, they would hire out other drivers to drive those weeks that are used to driving on <laughs> road courses. And so I was like, that's oh, not, all right. That's Listen, not I'm not here to about. bash NASCAR. If you like NASCAR, that's fine. It's great. And go enjoy it. It's just not for me. So anyway, it's a good movie. Ford v Ferrari. I like it. A bunch of the movie really was more like Ford versus Ford because it was kind of like the grassroots guys versus the corporate side. Um, but it was a it was a really well done, cool movie. So if you wanted to see it, should I took my son. It says it's PG thirteen. It there was a little bit of swearing in it. There's no. I mean, it's not. It is. It is fine. It is a tame, fine movie. It's just you know. A little bit of tempers flaring because, you know, people are hot tempered, but it was good stuff. It was a good movie. And he enjoyed it. I thought he'd get bored at two and a half hours. I thought he'd be bored out of his mind. Um, and afterwards he goes, that was really good. So he enjoyed it. No, oh, so he liked it. And there's actually, I mean, like I said, most of it is about the people, right? There's, there's really only two big like racing sections in the movie, um, so, yeah, there's not a ton of actual racing that happens in the movie. But what is there? Did it is
1: make you amazing. come home and play Forza?
0: It did not. I thought about it. Mm. I came home and watched it a bunch of YouTube you videos about about, <laughs> <laughs> about that race and about that car. and are the What if and the more?
1: Shelby was there, ready, ready for you to
0: drive? It wasn't. But if it was, hmm, I thought about it. I thought about installing Forza 6 and uh, playing that.
1: Dude, I, I watched some stuff, too. All right, what'd you watch? But not a movie, and not a car movie. Um, Started off the day thinking, it's in the morning, it's early. I remember what I used to like to do, granted it was probably Saturday, but in the morning when I was a kid, watch some cartoons, which is kind of not a thing anymore, at least not a thing for my family.
0: Cause no, because on now demand they can and all watch that. cartoons, yeah, whenever they want.
1: So I decided to check out that Disney+. Plus. Oh, man! But we had talked about it well, last episode, and we didn't even know what the pricing was going to be. yeah it turns out it's a dollar more than hulu um, if you also get Hulu and
0: you I also do have get hulu
1: e s p n plus and if you already have Hulu, they'll discount the combo.
0: I'm actually getting Hulu for free right now through my cell phone provider, oh. I they have a they have a thing and I didn't even know about it. Um the the plan that we were on they were like, "Oh yeah, that's Hulu is included." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And the rep was like, "Yeah, you just totally just go sign up, go to you just link your accounts and boom, Hulu is free now for me." I was like, oh.
1: "I could have Netflix for free from from uh, T-Mobile."
0: There you but, go. But
1: I don't because they would make me it was like, "Yeah, but you're you're on a legacy plan right now. So we just have to switch you over to the to the newer plan and then you'd get it.
0: You don't and, want the newer plan?
1: Um, they don't offer any more unlimited high-speed tethering. They do have unlimited high-speed data, but not tethering. Um, and since my work oh, so is internet, I like I really like to have that. Now, now that I have better internet here, I was also using that tethering as my primary internet, like literally hooking it up via USB to a Chinese import router, so that I could share it with my whole house.
0: I'm not <laughs> doing that anymore. There.
1: I'm not doing that anymore. So I suppose I could switch over and do that. So I was paying for the Hulu without ads, which is eleven ninety nine. And the Hulu with ads is five ninety nine. So Disney Plus is actually just six ninety nine, which is that's that's even cheaper than the CBS. And
0: well now that now that we're getting Hulu for free, maybe that'll offset. So I I've, I've made my opinion known on this podcast before on on my thoughts on having to sign up for yet another yeah. streaming service. Exactly. I don't want to do that. The only difference, the only thing that makes me consider this one is the fact that it is Disney. And Disney owns everything. <laughs> so it's like at some point We're probably not going to be able to avoid it. You probably have to have a Disney uh, account, a streaming account, in order to watch anything. Is your Hulu
1: account? Do you know is it still tied to like? I mean, it's still like an account, so you still has your email address on it, right?
0: Yeah, it's still a regular account. The only difference is now it's it's uh, itemized on our cell phone bill, which shows there. You know that's where the discount is or whatever, and. Um, when I log into Hulu down at the bottom, there's like a little logo and that's it.
1: So if you, if you sign up for Disney plus with the same email address you're using on Hulu, they just identify that you already own Hulu and they give you a discount to their combo. Um, Nice. Which is like six bucks off. Now in the end, that actually makes it still cost seven bucks. Um, But if it was useful to you, you do get one extra perk out of it, and that is that you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. Don't know if they have like races and stuff on ESPN since
0: I don't watch sports. What is es? Is that the ESPN streaming service? Yeah. And so Wait, does you Disney automatically own ESPN? get that. I.
1: <laughs> that's what made me think. I was like, do they own that? Because that's a part of I the didn't package. Think so. Well, oh, if they don't, then they certainly have some connection to the service.
0: I mean. I'm not a sports person. I don't really care about ESPN. I wouldn't use it really, but e- ESPN is always the channel. At least this is how it was always told to me. Like on Cape, you know, you get your cable package or whatever and you look at it and you go, Oh my gosh, this is so expensive. Everybody always points at ESPN and go, well, it's their fault because ESPN is really expensive. Oh really? So the fact that this is just getting like thrown in like, Oh yeah, here have this. that just seems yeah, crazy. And I don't know.
1: Whatever. Does ESPN do racing? Oh yeah. So, you might get that perk. So if you did do the combo, you'd probably still get the $7 off and you'd still get ESPN Plus for
0: free. Hmm. So I signed a lot up for of that. I like though.
1: Oh, that's true. Um so it may not oh. it and you may get no perks from it whatsoever. Uh, oh
0: no, I'm going to look this up. Don't you worry <laughs> about it.
1: But um so I started off firing up some dark wing duck, which I sent you a picture of. Uh, oh yeah. in the morning with the boys. It's my like my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. And I have tried all kinds of different times to find it and buy it. And either I found it and it was way too expensive or I just couldn't get a hold of it. It's like, ah, you can get some VHS. <laughs> it's like, no. Um, but they have the entire thing on there. So we watched some Darkwing Duck and then we switched over and watched some Spider-Man Unlimited. And mm. then kind of just perused the store and the offerings are really impressive. The amount of stuff they have. We watched uh, an episode of Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted where he it's for National Geographic because Disney Plus includes National Geographic. And and all of those shows. So it's like Disney, Marvel, Fox and National Geographic, I think. And so we watched that. And then few hours ago we watched probably the in my opinion so far one of the most compelling reasons to to get Disney plus
0: and here it is, comes uh, the,
1: the Mandalorian
0: yeah so I was so stoked for that show and then I realized it was on Disney plus I'm like <laughs> yeah
1: Man. and then it's like Star Trek Discovery
0: I know <laughs> like come on was it okay so was it good
1: well let me let me just say also before I say that that what compelled me to go ahead and sign up for it was i realized it was only going to cost me a dollar more than i was paying for hulu as long as i just dropped hulu down to ad supported i'm like eh i'll do that that way i can preview this there's so many family there's so much family content and family movies on there i was looking through and i had a bunch of those movies on like movie night lists that i knew i would be renting on like vudu for 4 or 5 bucks hmm. and i was like well if i if i rent one of these movies whether it's Pixar or Marvel or any of those, like they have Endgame on there already. Then it's gonna cost me five bucks. That's five months basically worth of Disney Plus for what I'm paying.
0: That's a good so point.
1: I'm gonna do it. Um Mandalorian surprised me because after watching it, I thought if this is if this is the sort of original content Disney's gonna pump out, then maybe Netflix, you know, really should be a little bit worried. Probably not super worried because I bet people will just get both. Um,
0: so here's here's my, my question. But then,
1: the production Netflix, values are so good.
0: Do you think Disney Plus is a viable reason to cancel Netflix? Because I don't really watch Netflix that much anymore. I don't know that my wife watches it a ton either. Maybe one or two shows. My kids watch it for like cartoons and stuff, the kids channel. But if we have the Disney thing instead, they would just watch that.
1: I think if it was for the family, it's probably even better. Because I recently signed up for Netflix um, partly because I wanted to finish Voltron with the with the kids. Voltron, which, which of course isn't is not on Disney. Um, but man, I spent a long time. I spent way too much time just browsing Netflix, like you would if you went into a blockbuster or something. and You spent way too many hours. Just nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. There is yes. <clears throat> There's no there's essentially as far as I can see there's no TV MA or R on Disney Plus and because of that I wasn't constantly like scrolling past stuff that I'm like this would scar the children for life <laughs> to watch an episode of of this thing. They have Netflix seems to have a lot of TV mature content like tons and obviously if you turn on kids mode or whatever you can avoid that. But when I'm just browsing and trying to find something, I found it really hard to find something that a looked good and b looked family friendly. Whereas I felt like nearly 99 percent of the stuff that I saw in Disney Plus we could just have watched with the family. Very few, very few yeah. things that would probably not be. Um, you, obviously you there was The Simpsons. A... Some parents don't let their kids watch Simpsons, so there's there's The Simpsons on there. Um,
0: the Simpsons but tons is tons of a Disney kids one? content. What's that? The Simpsons is on the Disney streaming. Yeah, like I guess. Oh, that makes sense because they own Fox. Yeah,
1: and I pulled it up, and it's all thirty seasons.
0: Man, don't even bring up Simpsons. I was so excited. I pulled up Simpsons on, um, Hulu recently because I was. I was like, oh, I'm going to introduce my kids, you know, to the to the Simpsons. I remember watching Simpsons. Oh, they're going to love this. And I pulled up like season like three. I don't know, just some random episode. And I'm sitting there watching it with them and they kind of have this look on their face like, what is this? Like, is this supposed to be funny or like what? And they're (laughs) looking at me, like expecting me to like go like, oh no, it's, this is, and I'm having the same look on my face. Like this isn't really, I don't (laughs) remember it being quite so bad. Like I was like, ah, maybe we're just early. So then I skipped to an episode that was like season like 10. No, it wasn't really doing anything for me there either. And I was like, maybe we just won't watch Simpsons.
1: (laughs) When I watched some clips of it, it kind of hit me how I didn't realize how current it seems to try to be. Where like really with trends and with media and politics and like doing jokes off that where maybe it's, it just, it struck me as something that. Could be interesting if you were watching it as soon as the new episode hit. I don't know, though. I haven't even tried the 30th one, the 30th season. It's not Futura- Futurama. Oh, that's the other mm. one I wanted to watch on Netflix was Disenchanted, which I haven't done that yet.
0: It's good. It's a slow burn, though, if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> don't, don't make the mistake that I did and I think that everybody else made. Don't go into it expecting more Futurama or more Simpsons even. Uh, it's not that at all. It's something completely totally. different, humor wise, pacing, everything. It's not it ha, it is funny. It has its moments. but it is not like those two other shows where it's just bam, 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 joke joke, joke, joke. It, nope. It takes it's, it's a bit more serious in tone and it takes a while. It takes several episodes before you kind of come around and going, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. And now I am I love it. But at first, it, um, I, I wasn't sure I was going to stick with it. After the first, like, three episodes, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't think I like it. By the <laughs> end of the first season, though, ah, I was hooked. It had me.
1: Well, I can tell you for The Mandalorian, the end of that first episode, because they are not dumping the whole thing. Episode two was just released like yesterday or something. That's like that. better.
0: I like that better actually than than dumping them all. The
1: production was. value. So John Favreau is doing it. Um, it's got really good production values. It follows the Mandalorian, a bounty a bounty hunter, through the whole through the whole yeah. thing. And it's just got it's got really good effects. It's interesting. After it was over, everybody wanted to watch the next episode, which we did not. I was like, not yet. <laughs> But everybody wanted to. Everybody was like, oh, let's watch the other one. Like, that is... it was. I won't say... I really won't say anything about it, because I know you're a fan of Star Wars. And and you have said before, side content, like, the sort of thing you could do with Star Wars and just leave behind the Skywalkers and all of that business yes, is the most why. interesting part. That's exactly what The, what the
0: Mandalorian is.
1: Like, it, know, to me right. watching it, that's what struck me, is this is exactly... What Evan wants out of Star Wars.
0: Yes. That's why I was so excited when they announced that show. I was like, man, finally they got, oh, they're getting it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I hope, I hope it's a success so that they get the, they get the, oh, hey, people like this. I, you know, let's, the side story, you know, the Star Wars universe, the expanded, I, you know, is huge and there's so much stuff there and it's rich, just full of cool stories
1: there's so much lore and, like, fan service and stuff yeah. in this. But not crazy. Like, you went the entire episode, not one sight or one crack about a Jedi or the Sith or anything. There is a comment made that it's post-Empire. Man. And you do see um, there is a guest appearance. And I don't know, maybe he's in the show the whole time. I have no idea. But there is a guest appearance by uh, Lando. <laughs>
0: He's in the the new movie too. Yeah, Mr.
1: and he. But he's Billy the only Williams. character. There was no R two D two or anything like that. Uh, it was just just some good old Star Wars bounty hunting. Almost more of a uh, Firefly vibe, you know, because it's you know, Star Wars has always been that, right? It's always been kind of the Western old school. Dirty space.
0: <coughs> yes. Um, and they really. Not quite to the extent that Firefly was Western, right. but yes.
1: But they, they lead in, they lean into that. And that's why I mentioned Firefly is because the opening scene of the first episode is him walking into a bar and ending up in a gunfight.
0: Nice. Like, it, well, and
1: it's like dusty outside. So it's like an old dusty, dirty saloon, basically. If nothing but it's else. A Star Wars saloon.
0: I might try the, uh, I might try the um, free trial and at least watch that first episode and see what I think, or the first couple.
1: If your kids primarily are the ones using Netflix, then Disney is cheaper than Netflix, and it's got the classics that we might remember when, when we were growing. I mean, it's got DuckTales and Tailspin and and um, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck. Then it has newer stuff, and it has stuff like Recess and, and lots Looks like it's just full of the Disney Channel content. So tons of those shows and those cartoons. But on the Marvel side, it doesn't have just the Marvel movies. It has the Marvel cartoons. Like, there's like five or six Spider-Man cartoon series on there. Hmm. And X-Men and Avengers and all of those. So I feel like kids could watch that. Like, it would probably take them really long time. Years or at least months to get through most of the the like kids content and Disney does some of the best cartoons and kids content. So
0: no way. Disney doesn't do anything like that. That's pretty.
1: It's pretty good. There's already two movies. You know, I had mentioned that they were doing a live action lady and the tramp. Um, Turn turns out that one is direct to Disney plus. So it looks like maybe Disney plus is going to turn into Disney's direct to DVD.
0: (laughs) the only the only the highest quality for that only exactly all right what well, oh i just hit the crap out of my microphone here sorry about that
1: i, was, I actually didn't hear it so there's
0: a there's a headache for somebody at Kudos. some point boom there's all my shock mounts absorbed it beautifully so you didn't even notice it that's how great it was awesome. so speaking of netflix and speaking of watching things and i don't want to spend a ton of time on this topic because we got other stuff to talk about we're done um I also watched a show on Netflix, uh, Netflix original called "The King," and it was really good. I actually went into it thinking it was a TV show, and then it just just kept going and going. I was like, "Man, this is a really long pilot episode." And then I was like, "Oh wait, it's a movie. It's not. A, it's not a TV show." Um, and it's about Henry the f- uh, King Henry the Fifth. Yeah, like I think I've seen a trailer. Something. For that. Um, really, really good. Really, you know, kind of depressing, kind of, you know, it's very much a period movie. Um, I just picked it at random one day. I was like, this sounds interesting. I started watching it, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. It's got Mr. Robert Pattinson in it as a French uh, Oh, prince. yes. Um, I did got a couple see other, the trailer to that. I don't know how big name the actors are, but a lot of British uh, actors are in it that I'm sure are very well known um it's it was it was good if you like that kind of thing thing. i did well it took me like two days to watch it i didn't watch it all at once but um if you like that kind of medieval you know movie uh it was actually really good so it
1: looked, yeah it looked good uh i was i was skeptical when it said robert pattinson but then i saw the you should be i thought it looked i thought it looked cool
0: I'm only I'm only digging on him because I don't see him being Batman, but whatever. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I still think you put him in a noir situation, and it might work. He's older now; he's not going to be sparkly. So. I know. He's,
0: let's not typecast. Let's just give him a chance. Spray but we his have wings, <laughs> you know. Let's let's really give him a chance to sink his teeth into another role. Man,
1: the battle droid in Mandalorian, sir, that was pretty cool.
0: Now you're just—I mean, now you're just—I mean, mean the
1: bounty hunter droid. That's what I meant.
0: Well, see. So anyway, medieval stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I've been playing a lot of Witcher Three. Witcher Three. That's where I was trying to go with that. Did you you Just keep going back to the Mandalorian? I want to talk about the Game Pass a little bit too. Kick that up for you. No, did you? Did you download
1: no. it through Game Pass and that's why?
0: It's not on Game Pass until till December 20th, I think. Lame. Um, they should be announcing right. those I things have it and on releasing PC. them. I have it on PC. It's fine. Uh, I actually, um, so when I had it originally, when it first came out on Xbox, I bought it, I played it, I got decently far and then got rid of the Xbox, so I never finished it. And then when it went on some crazy sale, I bought the Game of the Year edition on PC. Started playing it again. Didn't get as far because well, I'd already done all this content, so that was hard to like you know go back through. Uh, and so I would play little bits here and there. Um, just wasn't over good the enough. Last year or two. Well, it's still very good. It was just like <laughs> I've already seen this, so I'll play something else. Well, anyway, so that's kind of where I've been at it for a while now. For, I think I told you recently I tried out Gwent now that it's out of beta right I wanted to see what it was like. We played that together once. it was we played it when it was really early. It's quite a bit different now um it's really good. I really liked Gwent. I really like how what they've done with it. I like I, th- I think that could be a card game that I could get interested in. I tried it on my phone as well. I don't like it there because they do this thing where you have to like click and slide the cards around. And you have to like click on them to read the, it's just, it's not a great interface for a phone. There's just not enough screen real estate there. It just doesn't work. Your finger is always in the way of what you're trying to read. It just doesn't work. But on PC, it's amazing. It's great. Um, But anyway, I'm not like suddenly a you know, Gwent player, but playing that, it starts this little thought in the back of your mind, like, hey, you really like Witcher. Maybe you should, you know, maybe you should go play some Witcher. And it's getting to be winter time, which is when I typically play more role-playing games. And uh, What's winter? Huh. uh, Shut up. (laughs) Um, And so I was just, I don't know, this last week or so, just kind of like, you know, I should play Witcher. So I would just like load it up and play a little bit here and there. And then I play a little bit more and then play a little bit more. And then this weekend, that's all I've done. Is play Witcher. Um, and I'm, I think I'm back to where I was originally, finally. So here we go. Now I'm finally doing new stuff again, which is going to keep me even more engaged in playing it. Man, I, I want to play some before. more, but
1: now I'm going to have to wait.
0: Yeah, because you don't have a PC to play it on.
1: <laughs> well, I've always played it on my Mac. Um,
0: that's right because they they support Macs out of the gate, right?
1: Yeah, but well, <laughs> uh, well, that's that's pushing it, evidently. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can. They have boot camp, which is really just a fancy way of saying a driver package for your system for Windows and a utility to help make installing it and partitioning your hard drive easier. Um, but it does not. Evidently work on the brand new 16-inch MacBook Pros. Listen and to Mr.
0: Fancy over here with his 16-inch I MacBook Pro. Spent
1: so many hours trying trying to make it trying to make it work. I'm like, I need it for work, and I don't need it for work because I still have a Windows laptop, but I really I guess want it because I want to get rid of that computer and not use it anymore. Oh, so I got it. I'm I'm pretty sure I've only owned two brand new Mac computers in in my life. And that was in 2007, I think it was, when the iMac switched to Intel. I switched to Intel and... Well, I switched to the Mac cold from Windows straight to Mac there when the Intel came out because I knew I could install Windows on it. And so I thought, "Ah, low low barrier. I think this Mac thing's going to be big, so I should get used to it and... And maybe I can develop and test on both at that point. But since then, I've just bought used ones like off Craigslist and Refurb and eBay. And But this one, this one, I got new because I usually buy the year before. But there's been too many horror stories. I don't know if you've heard, but evidently the MacBook Pro keyboards.
0: Yeah, they're terrible.
1: They've been pretty terrible. <clears throat> they're supposed to be fancy new tech, but then most people did do- I, I guess some people do love them, but everybody that I know of that is a developer and types for a living instead of using it casually hates them with a passion.
0: So so let's stop right there. I was at a store today, actually, where they had a bunch of MacBooks and MacBook Pros and stuff on display. I'm pretty sure it was whatever the current stuff is. Like, it's not the brand new stuff. Like, they didn't have any of the 16-inch MacBooks, right? Um, yeah. So whatever the most current stuff was up, up before the the new generation that just launched and all of the keyboards on the, on the, and I want to know if this is what you're talking about. Cause I haven't really messed with a MacBook pro or whatever since probably like the 2015 model, right? Like right okay. when they first started coming out with that touch strip at the top, like just prior okay. to that. So that's what I think of when I think of a Mac keyboard or even like I have the wireless, you know, Bluetooth Mac keyboard. That's what I think of.
1: And that's what's considered the good one. Right. Like mid, the mid-2015, um, which is the one I'm upgrading from. That's what people say is the last one with a good keyboard.
0: So the, all the ones they had there, whether it was an Air, a MacBook Pro, whatever, it didn't matter. Like the keyboard, like the keys were flush with the case. Like they weren't raised up. Like before, you know, like the the actual bed where the keys were in was actually sunk down a little bit, and then the keys were raised up from that. So overall, their height was the yeah. same as the case when you close the lid. But the keys actually have like some travel to them; like they're they're a couple millimeters yeah. above the 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 aluminum case, right? But these aren't the keys are bigger, and they're just like they have a little like. They're like concave, right? So they have like a little indentation where your finger would rest in each one. And they're just flush with the case itself. Like it felt weird just to even put my hands on them.
1: I heard people say that it. I haven't used it myself, but that it's more like tapping.
0: than. Yeah, tapping. I could see that. And so is that the keyboard that you're talking about that people don't like? The one I'm describing? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep. It has the bigger keys with less space in between them, which yes. people say makes it actually harder to tell where you are. Yes, and it makes you more prone to errors. It makes the left and right arrow keys the same height as the the up and down one, like so it's uniform. So it looks better, but it's also harder than to find your way, like without looking at those arrows. And it and it's weird. And there's no escape key because of the touch bar replaces all of those.
0: Oh, ugh.
1: And and people love their escape keys, especially developers. Yeah. And so this one, so I've been waiting, I had thought about getting one when 2019 came out, and then it turned out, nope, this is still the same keyboard. Uh, And so that's a no-go. And this one came out, turns out, coupled with no tax and $100 off at Best Buy, and also the fact that Best Buy happened to have them in stock before you could get them from Apple. Uh and evidently that's not uncommon. I didn't know it. Um, even when I was there to go pick mine up, all of the displays still had the the previous version of the 2019s, the earlier 2019s. None of the new stuff was set up at all. And they actually had to like find it in the back. So,
0: so basically this has a better keyboard then? Very the small. So it is
1: almost identical. So they're calling it the magic keyboard which they have made. They said they went back to the drawing board with the keyboard. This was the, evidently, they had a little press con- private press conference with some press, and their spiel on it was, we recognized the, the complaints that people had about the keyboards, and obviously they even had a keyboard like repair program because people were having issues. So they went back to the drawing board. They did all months of studying about what helps people make less errors and type faster and all those things, and once they compiled the whole thing, they realized they already made that keyboard and it was called the magic keyboard which isn't the magic keyboard the one i have a bluetooth aluminum uh external keyboard um i think the one after that one they called the magic keyboard is that right do you know
0: i think it's this magic keyboard 2
1: so is this one the magic keyboard still just the wireless one i think so
0: because I have okay. the original Magic Keyboard, or whatever they call it. I'm going to flip it over right now and see if it has it written on here. Um, I don't know. I have Mind the original Bluetooth keyboard. I just hit my microphone again. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. I heard that. Um, I know. That one actually smacked the metal. So
1: so I think their newest keyboard, yeah, is the Magic Keyboard 2. The one before it was Magic Keyboard. Yeah, the, Possibly the, the, newest ones the have, one like we have, is yeah, that's the one I have. So I think that's yeah. the one before they started calling it the Magic Keyboard. I'm not sure.
0: No, I think so that was the wedge one was always called the Magic Keyboard.
1: Was it? I think okay, so. I thought it was just the Apple wireless keyboard, but well, I suppose yes. they're really similar. Anyway. So the
0: Apple wireless one is the one that has like where the batteries go. There's like a round bead you know at the top and then the whole thing is is super thin aluminum
1: i like that design
0: right that's the design i have and that's just the wireless keyboard or bluetooth keyboard or whatever and i have the matching uh touchpad that goes with it um and then they switch to the magic trackpad and magic keyboard which is like the wedge shaped
1: okay and you don't have that one
0: i do not i have the originals
1: okay so that's what they're saying they're saying it turns out we we make the perfect keyboard it's called the magic keyboard so what we're going to do is put the magic keyboard in the laptop. Now it's not exactly like the 2015s, but teardowns have said this is this is pretty much just the, the same keyboard, same keyboard they used to have that everybody loved. Um so it is tweaked, it is a little bit different, and I guess it is closer um to the magic keyboard that you can get separate. So but they were all very similar in the first place. So, so did um, Apple just I can tell you I really like it. Did Apple do the new Coke,
0: classic Coke, everybody?
1: they they, Maybe. Wow. (laughs) Um, But there's another addition, and that is they shrunk the touch bar at the top um, to add in a physical escape key. Nice. So everybody wanted the escape key. Everybody wanted the keys. So there's a little bit less travel um, on the laptop keyboard than my Apple wireless keyboard but it's not much like it's only a little bit less. They're really similar in that regard. The backlighting is really good. And a feature that I didn't even think about when I bought it that I really love is to the right of the touch bar. There's a little blank button, which actually is the power button, which is deceiving because there's nowhere that it says it's the power button. It's just a black (laughs) key. And it's actually the, it's touch ID. So it's the touch ID Ah. key. But if you press it and hold it down, you'll turn off your system. <laughs> if you just put your finger on it, so that is, I use 1Password, but even if I didn't, even if it was just like the keychain that Mac has to store passwords, mm-hmm. um, all, nearly every time I'm asked to put in my password or do something like that, I can just put my finger on that, and boom, it'll access. It can, it'll work for 1Password, it'll work for a keychain. That is a. Turns out that's pretty amazing because the amount of times I type passwords while I'm working is just ridiculous. I type passwords so, so much.
0: So, so this kind of no talking about how, how do I want to word this? Talking about how Apple is like, well, people wanted this. So now we're, now they switched it to, you know, that there's an escape key and then people didn't like the keyboard. So they went back to the other one. You can tell for better or worse, you can tell Steve Jobs is gone. Like Apple is a different company now. They're still making the same basic kind of products and stuff, but they're very much a different company. At no point, if he was still here and running things, at no point would they ever, (laughs) ever go back or change a design based on what people wanted. Because Steve Jobs was very much, this is how I think it should be. It's better. Learn to like it. That was kind of I his would, philosophy on things. I
1: think you're right, but I think I would counter that with saying that we probably would have never had the 2016 to 2019.
0: Totally true, uh, and, and like I to said, begin that's with better or worse. I don't know, but well, you're, you're what people right, have but.
1: said, um, I, I read one review recently about the computer and said this may or may not be true, but what it feels like is the D. Johnny Ivification of Apple products. Johnny mm. Ive was the designer. And when Steve Jobs left, he left him without a superior. He gave him complete autonomy to do what he wanted and design things and put all of hardware under his wing. And certain things people say, we can't say that it was his fault. But certain things after that time leaned more and more and more to being aesthetically nice, but functionally worse. And this is, even though maybe this was in the works beforehand or whatever, this is the first MacBook Pro, the first new MacBook Pro that has come out since he stepped down. Hmm. And they tossed the keyboard and they put the escape key back and...
0: It's almost all like all of those things you kind of have to wonder like if maybe when when Jobs and I were both there working together, right? And I don't and I have no idea. This is just me speculating off the top of my head. I have yeah. zero idea what they what it was like there. But I just kind of had this funny Im- image in my head of you know, I was going and creating this amazing beautiful thing, keyboard, touchscreen, whatever and taking it to Jobs and be like, "Oh, look at this awesome thing that I made. Here's the prototype, you know, whatever." And Jobs messes with it for all of 10 minutes and then kind of pushes back from the table and looks at him and goes, did you even use it? Like, have you actually used it? (laughs) It's terrible. What are you doing? No. No. Right. Like, it looks great, but no. And that, that balance, you know, that back and forth is what kept it looking the way that it did, but also functioning very well. Because I think it's pretty well documented at this point that Jobs was fairly uncompromising when it came to how he wanted things done. Um, he was not the nicest person yeah. about things. Like he was like, no, this is how, no, I I want it like this. Do it this way, period. End of discussion.
1: And I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> I always had the impression that while he cared about everything, Jobs was very strong about, about the functionality and the use case of a thing. And it seems fair to to think that I've might have been... You know, on the other end, and together, they worked really well together. They say that they're not really selling the $20,000 Apple Watch anymore, and that that was Johnny Ives' little pet project, (laughs) and didn't
0: go over very well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody wants a $20,000 watch, I mean...
1: I mean, to me, if you're if you're a rich guy that's into watches like that's probably not even a super expensive watch.
0: Yeah, Maybe not. Uh,
1: But on the other hand, if you're paying a huge amount for a watch like that, you're probably talking about like hand Swiss made, you know, mechanical watch that is. It's not something that you're going to put firmware on that's going to crash or the battery is going to drain out of it, you know,
0: there are you build
1: a digital watch. It's still a digital watch, no matter how beautiful you make it it's not a rolex so seems kind of crazy
0: speaking of crazy but I'm crazy i'm crazy for this podcast i'm crazy for you i'm crazy for this conversation but i'm also quite tired
1: <laughs> well <laughs> let me let me how about i wrap up the okay
0: MacBook? no no i don't i wasn't trying to like interrupt you and be like okay shut up we're done i just wanted to like hey i'm i'm that would have been more funny here. though if you had it's been getting like shut late up, we're for done. me <laughs> This time zone late. difference is ugh, I'm telling you. It's
1: really good for me.
0: It works out really good. Uh, so
1: I always get excited about having a new piece of technology, a new computer. Um, once I start setting it up, it's like, yay, it's working and look at this and it's better. But in the end of the day, it is. It's like, oh, this is, I mean, it's a computer, right? It's a screen, it's a processor that's going to do some stuff. What things does it do better? I had. I had the version of MacBook that didn't have Thunderbolt 3 and didn't have USB C, but I had also set up a Thunderbolt 3 eGPU on it. And so I used cables, somewhat expensive cables, to downscale it to a Thunderbolt 2 and plug it in and set all that up. And the GPU I had and that whole setup never worked in Mac OS. So that was exciting. Hooking it up and setting it down and plugging it in, and then just suddenly my 4K monitor coming on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Look at this! It works!" I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, that's so nice." So that's convenient. I've cleaned up my. It's it's made me reduce my cables by about a million, thanks to different things. But some of those are unrelated. Like I got a new mouse, which I was getting frustrated with the mouse that I was using, and I'm and I thought, "What mouse?" I'm a developer. Easy. That's using a computer all day for work. Why do I not have like the best mouse? <laughs> why do I not have, wh- why are the tools that I'm using to do my job? Not better. I had an old, I was using at first an old Logitech VX. So it's actually a laptop mouse. Mm, um. Tiny thing. And, and, That's mostly fine, except that the range on that wireless, for whatever reason, was horrible. Like, so horrible, I couldn't set the mouse on my keyboard tray because it was, like, five inches below the top of the desk and two feet away from the receiver. (laughs) And it was like, I don't know. I don't work very good anymore. (laughs) Just sometimes I don't. If I set it up right there by the receiver up on the top of the desk, it was fine. So that was irritating enough that I switched To the one I had been using to play games with, which was a wired USB one and the stupid scroll wheel. I I don't even know how the scroll wheel is causing this, but it would just you'd be scrolling down. It would randomly just scroll instantly back up to the top. Not like your wheel got loose and it kind of drifted back up, but it would just be like, bam, all the way back up. (laughs) That's maddening. And, you know, it's a problem when you don't use your scroll wheel anymore and you're trying to grab scroll bars and as as time has gone on operating systems have made those darn scroll bars tinier and tinier yep. and more and more contextual so it's like you're not moving your mouse so we'll hide the scroll bar and it's like but literally I stopped moving my mouse because I'm trying to position it on the scroll wheel I mean on the scroll bar and now you've disappeared and now I can't I can't grab it anymore and it's maddening so i ordered me off. a
0: <sighs> you can turn that
1: off. Of yeah. Assets. Right.
0: Or Mac OS. You
1: can. Yeah, you can.
0: Um, I do. That's the one of I the first because things I'm a I do for punishment. I need to have those scroll bars in in certain things, so I always turn that feature off. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail it, you.
1: Well, it's never bothered me because I even had a touchpad or a scroll wheel that worked, and so it really has not bothered me. But man, that was driving me crazy. So I looked up. I had some Amazon credit. And I ordered me, it only cost me 20 bucks, I think, in the MX, end, because I had credit. Did a, you get
0: the Logitech a, MX Master, whatever it's called now? MX Master
1: 2S. So I think yeah. they just came out with a 3, and the 3 is like 100 bucks. And I was like, oh, I won't be getting the new one if I get this one. I'm like, what What do I, <laughs> what's the new feature? Like, I think the new feature was better, a new version of Flow or something. that basically sounds like Synergy.
0: It is. Yep. Built in. It's Logitech's to the version of Synergy. Devices.
1: And I said I don't I don't care about that. So I've only had that for a couple of days and it's amazing. The MX uh the MX Revolution was like my favorite mouse. So I love this one. It's awesome. I tried to install Boot Camp on my new Mac and I couldn't because you go in and it says it's going to download Windows support software. It has a little introduction. It says, "Hey, you're going to need to download the Windows support software." Then we'll partition the drive. And then we'll install Windows. I have the Windows 10 ISO. I pick it. I choose the size of my partition. I hit next. It says downloading support software, and it says the software is is currently not available on the software update server. Try again later. Now it hasn't even. It didn't even partition. So I get on. I'm. I mess around and mess around. I can't. I'm, I thought maybe I need to update Mac OS. and I did have an update pending, so I updated it tried it again it didn't work and i thought this doesn't make any sense but what if it is the version of iso i'm trying to install it really hasn't got to that step but i'd rather we did all possibilities so i went through the support article followed the link to the download page that apple recommended which was just the iso download page downloaded a brand new one which lets you download the latest iso same issue wouldn't work and so i said i'm Gonna open up Apple support chat. Went through with them, and they're stepping me through things and getting information. And finally, a half an hour later, they say, "I think we're gonna need to escalate this to engineer." Does that work for you? I say, "Yes, that seems like the only thing." Like m- my suspicion was, as far as I know, the Windows support software is essentially as the drivers, like for your computer, so that when you boot into Windows your keyboard and things work and it's just not there. And those are specific to each model. So they just don't have those yet. And the laptop has been out like two days. So that seems reasonable, right? No, maybe they're just not there. I thought that was really ridiculous, especially since it's a pro machine, but I thought, at least I can contact support and they can tell me, Oh, sorry. Like, yeah, you have to go to this link and just download it manually. Or you can do this or yes, we know. And, and it's like, we have an ETA or something, but no, they say, let's escalate to engineer. They said, is that okay? I said, yes, give me your number so we can call you back. We'll get a few extra details and escalate it. I say, okay. I give them my number. They call me. The chat says, Hey, did you receive a call? I say, yes. So they disconnect. And When Apple support picks up on the phone, the person says, Apple support, man, speaking. (laughs) I was like, you're going to gather some more information because you've escalated this to engineers. And this person that just called me has no idea what's going on. Like, and I tell them, I'm like, don't you have a ticket or something? And she says, well, I guess I could look that up if you want. Like yeah, that would I would prefer that instead of going through everything, but it didn't help. And you've worked in support, you know how that goes sometimes. Oh yeah. But she was like, well, you know, before I, she's like, we have not escalated this to engineering. Um, really, the phone support does that, not chat support. So that's probably why you were connected to me. But before I do that, I gotta cross my T's and dot my I's. So let's go through all these things. She even <laughs> the first thing she says, she's like, okay, so you're in boot camp. It shows the introduction, you hit continue, and then it asks you to select a task, and you're picking set up windows and then hitting next. Is that right? I'm like, no, that's not right. I see the introduction, I hit continue, and it says set up windows. Straight to straight to that. I was like, I think that old versions of Bootcamp maybe did that, but this one's, she. you could tell, she thought I was full of, full of it. So she has to connect to do a remote connection. Oh. So she remote connects. <laughs> I'm
0: just, I'm just going to say I've known you for a while, and, and you are full of it. But c- continue.
1: <laughs> I am, but uh, I'm,
0: I'm full of pain for anyone that talks
1: to me. I'm, just, I'm support. just struggling
0: to see how this can, how this connects to, to your. I'm buying better tools like my mouse. You lost <laughs> exactly. me back there at some point.
1: I did a hard turn because I think it's fun. Okay. Because I, I, I got on a tangent. But you so I did. <laughs> well, I want that for Windows. I want my EGPU for Windows, because that's what I use for games. But I'm not even there. I have a more interesting story about support. So she she connects. She asked me to hit continue on bootcamp, and then she's like stunned. She's like, Oh, it does just go straight to I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it. I'm like, I'm I'm actually not lying. So then she tries to tell me eventually that she's not sure because it doesn't really have anything to do with them because it's windows. And I'm saying, uh, these are like, I'm trying, I'm trying to be polite. And I'm like, we're talking about downloading the Windows support software, which is a driver's package that Apple makes so that their hardware can be supported on windows. And so I'm not sure how that has to, do with anything she's like well give me a few minutes let me check on some stuff like five minutes later she comes back she's like okay so I have discovered she's like haha by googling it that s- some Macs do have problems with with the newest version of Windows you need to get a a, a older a previous version of the ISO she's like can you go ahead and, and do that for me and you know my internet situation is not the best I said um that would literally take me hours because li- she's just like, hey, why don't you go, go, go ahead and do that. Go grab that. Yeah, one. Go, go, you have a stack the, the of them over here. Just go grab one. Like that would take me hours. And I said, also, in boot camp, instead of going through that whole process, you can go up to the menu and you can click action and just say download the software. Like in case you just want to download it yourself manually. I'm like, you do that. It immediately goes to the download thing and says software is not available. I was like, we haven't partitioned. We haven't even selected an ISO. Like, at this point, how in the world could it have anything at all to do with the version of Windows I'm trying to install? Right. You haven't even gotten that far. I haven't even gotten that far. And she's like, well, there are some problems. (laughs) But (laughs) I I was very annoyed because I thought, I know, it's just she's probably looking at slides, right? Or like a walkthrough. Like, the person does this, and the person does, like, a guide. You're supposed to do this A, B, and C. And I'm sure people call all the time with problems with boot camp, and they're actually Windows problems. But I haven't even got that far. So she tries to get me to make a boot camp partition myself, like, through disk utility. So we do, she has me go through all this, resize my partition, do all this stuff, which, even fumbled through that, and then open up boot camp again, when you hit continue, the first step is, are you sure you want to continue? Because we're going to wipe out that Windows partition that you currently have. <laughs> and if you hit yes, then what it does is reset everything. B- obliterate that manually created partition. Resize your hard drive back so that you're back at square one. So that it can do it itself. <laughs> I spent an hour on the support with Apple. Apple. With her being convinced that it was probably Microsoft's problem. (laughs) I'm like, there's, it's drivers. I was like, I don't want to be rude, but like, this is how drivers work. And this is how hardware works. Like Microsoft doesn't build all the drivers. If people make hardware and they want their stuff to work on Windows, then they make a Windows driver. And maybe Apple outsources it, you know, maybe they hire another company to do it. But they still, like Microsoft doesn't know anything about your hardware. Like, you have to make the drivers or or make your hardware compatible with the pre-currently
0: existing You just hardware. called her at the end of her shift, and she just was trying to go home. She didn't care.
1: I, it, it was a Saturday. It was literally yesterday. So, you know, sympathy for the people having to work support on the weekend in the first place. But she was very unconvinced, but she said she would continue to look into it. And because I said, hey, you know... No offense or anything, but clearly the error is pretty plain. It says that the software is not available. And I've been using Bootcamp since 2007, and I do understand the process of how it works. And it's just not here, and you can't even manually download them anymore. You used to be able to go to Apple.com and just download them yourself. But you can't. You used to have a bunch of options where you could create a Windows, like install disk and all these things in Bootcamp. They ripped all that out. So all you it's just super streamlined. I said, my next step is I just have to manually do this. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be creating my own, my own boot USB. I'm going to be partitioning myself. I'm going to try to go through the whole manual process. I don't, you know, I was like, it is my opinion. I was like, I understand I don't work for Apple and you don't have to believe me. I was like, but it's my opinion that maybe they haven't told you yet, but hey, this is just not ready. Like you just don't have the software and it's not available. I've really never bought a brand new MacBook Pro, so I have no idea how long it usually takes to get those things ready. And so she agreed to just give me a call back the next day and and as she does more research. And so then I continue to try and manually install it. And I get, I actually, man, you have to disable like all the software protection. It's got all this new security features in the BIOS. You have to disable the, get it to even let you boot from a USB drive. Finally get to Windows setup manually and, um, and the keyboard and mouse don't work. So I can't continue it.
0: So. And that concludes why you don't buy new hardware.
1: <laughs> well, then I thought, I'm not done yet. I'm going to grab a USB mouse and a USB keyboard and a USB hub. I'm going to plug them all in and try that and try the process again. And then that worked. I could use my keyboard and mouse. And then when I finally got through the initial steps of the setup, it said, uh, "There's no hard drive found to install Windows onto."
0: <laughs> it's Windows' yeah. fault.
1: I finally found article on Apple support forums, full of other people saying, "I've tried everything and I can't install Windows on the new 16-inch MacBook Pro." <laughs> And previously the support girl thought that it was, you know, I was probably alone. Probably the only person. (laughs) I was probably the only person that I didn't work for. And then she called me back this morning and she was like, Hey, turns out that according to what they're telling me, we tell Microsoft what we need and then they build it for us and give it to us. And then we release it, which maybe that is true, but it also sounds like a bit of hogwash, but she was like, long story short, uh, the engineers don't have the, don't have the Windows support software ready yet.
0: I was like, ah! You should have waited two the weeks. The only reason I was calling. You should have waited two weeks and bought your hardware then. <sighs>
1: well, sir. Maybe. I think but we're at the there's end. there's my story.
0: That is your story. So, That's why you don't buy new hardware. My review. Don't buy a new car. Don't buy first-generation hardware. Don't buy anything. You, you wait. Let everybody else work out the bugs.
1: And the recap is, so you know... 16 inches is exactly the same as the previous 15 inch. Like it's the same size. Like I can set them next to it. Exactly the same size. Just less bezels. Screen's bigger. Um, The trackpad is like double the size. It's humongous. And um, it works good. It's fast. I can plug my stuff into it. And and, um, now you can buy my old stuff.
0: Uh, no, I can't. You haven't told me. Uh, you haven't sent me the list of stuff you were gonna send me. I asked you like, well, that's true. You, I sent you, you like one Saturday. You're not, gonna send we're me a list. You're things. like, as soon as I get home, I'll get you that list now of you- <laughs> everything I'm gonna sell and and how much I want to sell it for. And, and now you I'm know still what? Waiting for that list, <laughs> I was so to, I can't. I was sell talking
1: it yet. to Apple Support, trying to install Windows. Well,
0: I mean, <laughs> because <laughs> the, the 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 real funny part of this whole thing is, of course, that's the first thing that of you. Of course, it's the first. I bought a brand new MacBook Pro. Oh, really? What'd you do with it? I immediately went home and tried to install Windows on it. What? Hey,
1: hey, I updated the software and then I downloaded and installed like Visual Studio. I'm just saying. Pixel Mater. I did I all that stuff first. I
0: understand you need Windows for what you do for a living, and that's fine. But maybe just get a cheap, just for Visual just get a Studio. cheap Windows laptop and just call it a day. I, I have one of those. Well, there you
1: go. What are you doing? I don't want to use it. <laughs> it's not nice.
0: All right, sir. Like it. So, I'm out of here. That's it.
1: We were supposed to only go for 45 minutes. You drug it out. Uh, yeah, I drug it
0: out. Much like this support call.
1: You're like <laughs> all could you've just not said that boot camp isn't supported so we could talk about something else interesting. Well, I for thought the last we were talking about mice. Minutes?
0: I don't know how we got onto boot camp, but hey, it was a good story and I'm yeah, glad we got to hear it. So I'm not complaining. I'm just tired. It wasn't a great story. <laughs> but
1: if you if you're looking for a new mouse, I can I after a single day's of non work use, I can I can recommend this
0: mouse. No, I want I want after a month of work use. That's what I want to hear. It's logitech. Do you really all right, doubt it though? Sir I'm going to say go to bed last and words. by go to bed, I mean, you're just going to go play more. No, Witcher. it's almost 11 p.m. I'm I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> At least you don't have to work tomorrow. haha uh-huh, right. Oh, wait, I do. <laughs> later. All right. We'll podcast again tomorrow. Uh, later. Nope. Bye. Later. <laughs> later. <laughs>